A reading from the book of wisdom. Hear, O kings, and understand. Learn, you magistrates, of the earth's expanse. Hearken you who are in power over the multitude, and lord it over throngs of peoples. Because authority was given you by the Lord, and sovereignty by the Most High, who shall probe your works and scrutinize your counsels. Because, though you were ministers of his kingdom, you judged not rightly, and did not keep the law, nor walk according to the will of God, Terribly and swiftly shall he come against you, because judgment is stern for the exalted. For the lowly may be pardoned out of mercy, but the mighty shall be mightily put to the test. For the Lord of all shows no partiality, nor does he fear greatness, because he himself made the great as well as the small, and he provides for all alike. But for those in power, a rigorous scrutiny impends. To you, therefore, O princes, are my words addressed, that you may learn wisdom and that you may not sin. For those who keep the holy precepts, hallowed shall be found holy, and those learned in them will have a ready a response. Desire, therefore, my words, long for them, and you shall be instructed. Verbum Domini. <clears throat> Rise up, O God, bring judgment to the earth. Defend the lowly and the fatherless. Render justice to the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the lowly and the poor. From the hand of the wicked, deliver them. I said, you are gods, all of you sons of the Most High. Yet like men, you shall die and fall like any prince.
nos vobiscum. Et cum spiritu tuo. Lexio Sancti Evangelii secundum Lucum. Gloria tibi Domine. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice, and he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. Verbum Domini. Next week in the United States, we'll celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday, holiday actually declared nationally by President Abraham Lincoln in 1863. Traditionally, it's a time for family and friends to gather together, enjoy each other's company, and perhaps a sumptuous meal. It's a day to give thanks to express gratitude for all that we have. And for many, that gratitude is expressed by serving others who have less. In today's scripture narrative from St. Luke's Gospel, which is unique to Luke's Gospel, we uncover the possibility of expressing thanksgiving and gratitude to our Lord Jesus Christ. The passages exemplify the role of Jesus as a powerful prophet, the merciful action of God that was present in Jesus, the praise and thanks that is always, always due to God, and the inclusion of all people in God's saving deeds. Now, Jesus is on his final journey to Jerusalem. He enters an unnamed village where he encounters Ten lepers. Now, lepers are outcasts, banned from communion and contact with all members of society. It was believed their infirmity was punishment for their sins. The lepers stood at a distance from Jesus, as required by law, and his followers, and they forbade them from coming into close contact again with other people. Among this group of lepers was a Samaritan. Now, Jews and Samaritans normally avoided one another, but segregation and disgrace had brought traditional enemies together. Their ethnic and their religious identities were not important. They were obliterated by the disease of leprosy. 
the lepers, from that society's viewpoint, had no future. They had no conventional hope of being healed or restored to society. They could claim no ethnic or political privileges. They were barred from religious practice. They were, in fact, total outcasts. As Jesus begins to pass by these lepers, they recognize him, somehow seem to know who Jesus was. Instead of asking for alms, which would have been the customary practice for destitute people, they recognize their only hope is in Christ. They ask for mercy. They beg for compassion. They threw themselves on Jesus' mercy, and they receive it. Jesus took pity on them. Without touching them, nor speaking words of healing over them, Jesus simply sends them away with directions. He puts their faith to the test by having them go to the priest, presuming they would be healed. They were sent to the priests who were responsible for protecting purity and guarding against impurity in that culture and at that time. They did as Jesus directed them, and on their way, they were healed. Now, no doubt these men, now former lepers, were filled with amazement, filled with joy. And in the midst of their excitement, nine of the ten forgot all about Jesus and went on their way. To our Lord's dismay, however, only one returns and gives thanks. He asks, where are the other nine? And the other nine apparently saw no connection between their newfound health and faith in Christ. They felt no gratitude of any significant amount. And by their ingratitude, they refused the offer, the very beautiful and special offer of a profound relationship with Christ. To give thanks in Greek is Eucharistia. Only one, the Samaritan, a foreigner, is Eucharistic with a profound expression of thanks and gratitude. He recognizes that it is by God's hand at work that's due to his healing. And beyond his physical healing, he embraces the priceless gift of faith and a very deep and profound relationship with Christ. Now, why is Thanksgiving so important to God? In a way, by us showing gratitude, we justly return to God what he deserves. Take the example of the lepers. They're helpless outcasts. They can't do anything for themselves except beg. Yet, they had recourse to the divine mercy, the source of all graces. They demonstrate the road to healing, a road which is open to all of us, no matter what kind of leprosy, contamination we may carry in our souls. The lesson for us is to have faith, to be docile, to be totally trusting in the Lord's mercy. We are, or we can be, spiritual lepers begging for God's mercy. 
if we accept God's gift without giving thanks for his forgiveness, for his mercy, we would be reduced to mere consumers of grace, incapable of giving anything back. But God wants to save us from that predicament. And he asks our, for our thanksgiving, for our Eucharistia. When we give thanks, we are no longer passive recipients. We become active givers, giving back to the one who has given us what we actually do not deserve. When we become active givers, God places us on another level, a level capable of receiving even more from him, being in a more profound relationship with him. By giving thanks for what we have received, and what the lepers received in this case was capable of receiving more from God. Indeed, he did receive more, that leper. He was saved spiritually, saved by God's mercy. And he was now capable of receiving still more, of growing in intimacy with God. My friends, God invites us into a personal relationship with him. This very moment, today, into a Eucharistic relationship in which we are no longer mere passive recipients of his grace, but co-workers of his redemption, in living a life of thanksgiving, of gratitude, a Eucharistic life where we can attract many blessings for our own souls, but also for our families, for our parishes, and for the souls of those who are in danger of being lost.